Welcome back to another episode of Kindred Conversations. I'm Brittany Fry. And I'm Paris Twos. Britt, do you want to start with what you're grateful for? <laughs> yeah. I just said it right to you. <laughs> well, that's the great part of being the second person to go in the episode is that you get to do that. <laughs> but Britt, I'm not going first. You go. <laughs> okay. Um, what am I grateful for today? I am grateful. I just... Um, had been (laughs) this afternoon feeling just like a little down. It's that time of the month and we were driving, um, to run some errands this afternoon. It's a Saturday. And so we were driving to run some errands and, uh, a couple of my kids were really tired and fell asleep in the car. And then I don't know if you have experienced this as well, but sometimes when some of my kids fall asleep in the afternoon on accident, like in the car and then wake up, it just leads to the grumpiest wake up, which, Hey, I've been there too. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to wake up from a nap anyway. So it just leads to this, just like really emotional, long wake up. And we were just trying to run like the most simple errands. And, I just was having a really hard time having a good attitude about it and not that I was like being snappy or I just like was kind of sitting in the front seat saying to Johnny, like, I just don't know if I was cut out for this. Like, I don't, I just like don't know if I have it in me to like handle all the things that I have to handle every day in, in a way that I want to. Like, I just, I'm not feeling capable right now. And as I was in the middle of saying this to him, I just took some deep breaths and stopped myself and thought this will pass. Like this is hard. And I love what Dr. Becky Kennedy says, which she actually, I don't know if she mentioned it in the book, but she says it a lot on her podcast or um, on her Instagram. She says, this feels hard because it is hard. And anyway, I just was grateful for the tools that I was able to have in that moment and the community that we have here, as well as just the community that I have in motherhood that has provided me with an opportunity to have this mindset shift where rather than spiraling in this moment and letting things get so out of hand, especially when you're the mom and you're the one who really is pulling everyone together and keeping you on track and, um, yeah, I don't know. You're like the backbone. And in this moment that I started to spiral, I just stopped myself and I took my deep breaths and I applied all these tools that I use on my own kids when they are spiraling out of control. And I told myself, it's okay for this to feel hard, but it will pass. I will feel differently in an hour or maybe a few hours, or maybe it will be tomorrow morning, but this will pass. And it's okay it's okay for this to feel hard right now. Anyway, it just was one of those moments where I feel like you can occasionally glimpse the tactics that you're using to help walk your kids through their emotions and, um, just the hard things that life throws at you. There are moments that you get to glimpse what that really feels like and looks like as an individual. And that was one of them. And I'm grateful for it. It, it really allowed me to feel more confident in my parenting and feel more confident in the ways that I am helping my kids walk through things because I hope that the tools I'm giving them now as one and three and five-year-olds will be just as applicable and helpful when they are 21 and 23 and 25-year-olds and 41 and 43 and 45-year-olds. So I'm grateful for that. It's such a good feeling to realize that 
all of this work that you're doing is paying off and that you're reaping the rewards of all the studying and the learning and the many times of practice that you get. So I love that. (laughs) I have been, you know, I've been feeling that way too. You know, this is just, it's a hard, it's a hard phase and it's a joyful phase, but it's, it's trying me in a lot of ways. And that has been something I've been praying for lately. You know, this is a, a hard time that's testing me. And I mean, in so many ways, it's simple, but in so many ways, it's just testing me. And I've just been praying, you know, let this be something that all works together for my good. Let the, let this be something that I can use to change me. Like, I don't want to become bitter or uh, like overly frustrated. I want these hard things to be shaping me into someone better and someone that I'm really proud of. And, you know, those tools are a way to do that. And so I just really love that. Thanks. Okay. What about you? Um, What are you grateful for? Okay. I'm feeling grateful for a moment you were present for this week, Brett. Um, I have mentioned Cecilia has been a, a hard baby just in the sense that she's fussy and she cries a lot. And anyone who's had a baby that just cries like seemingly unendingly, it's, it's hard. It totally tests my patience and I struggle, you know, feeling like I need to be there for my other kids, but I'm bouncing, (laughs) I'm bouncing. And when they're crying, it's like their needs have to be met right then. And anyway, it has just been really hard. And I had had a couple of rough days in a row, um, where she just was crying a lot. And I went to a movie with friends one night with you, Britt, and she just slept through the whole movie. And I was honestly a little bit stressed about taking her because I was thinking, okay, I'm going to leave my kids. I'm going to leave my big kids at home with peers. I'm going to like use a girl's night. And then I have a feeling I'm going to be in the hallway the whole time bouncing my baby. And she just slept on me the whole time. She didn't make a peep. It was so glorious and such a nice reset. (laughs) And it was just making me feel grateful. There are so many moments that just, you know, sustain me to that next little bit. And that was one of them. It had been a hard little bit, but then I had these two hours with her where I was just so thoroughly able to enjoy snuggling with her. And I was so grateful to her. And you know what? We woke up and the next day was a really hard day, but we had that little bit that really just got me through until the next one. And so I'm grateful for those. And I feel like when I look for those moments, it makes me feel better about everything. So that's what I'm feeling grateful for today. Okay. That was so fun. And she really was just like the sweetest, snuggliest little baby, right? Just snuggled up in a little ball in your arms. The It was so fun. And I yeah. loved having her there. And that was just such a treat to get to a- to be able to just so thoroughly enjoy her. And, you know, it was better because she was there. And I love that. And I just feel really grateful. I really needed that moment with her. And I'm grateful I got it. Oh, good. We're going to take a quick break to tell you all about our sponsor of today's episode. And that is Garn. Garn is a Scandinavian 
wool clothing company, their children's clothing. They have baby suits and sweaters and hats, and they are soon coming out with a wool base layer. I'm really excited about that. But in the meantime, I both Paris and I are currently using their baby suits on our little girls. And then I just purchased, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it for Valentine's Day or Easter, but I ended up purchasing it for Easter, a pink cardigan sweater. It's so sweet. All of their pieces are made with merino wool. And now as the weather is hopefully heating up a bit, I'm really excited to transition from the baby suit, which is really nice when it's snowy or cold outside to throw it under or even on top of, we wear it just as an outfit often, um, on top of like a onesie or I'll put it on. So she's really cozy in her car seat. But now as we're moving into the springtime and weather's heating up a bit, I'm really excited to be able to still have something cozy to put on top of dresses, but, um, not as fully, uh, covering as the baby suit. So it's a cardigan. They have all of their pieces in the same three colors that are just so beautiful. They have a neutral white and sort of a brownish gray accent on it. They have a blue and a pink. And honestly, all three colors are just so, so cute. And I'm really excited about the sweater for Eloise for Easter. I had the hardest time picking colors. I just got Cecilia a little baby suit and the quality of these products. It's, they are gorgeous. They're so well made. And the merino wool is just really so effective in keeping these babies warm. We are so thrilled to have a code for two more weeks. You can order using the code KINDRED20 and get 20% off of your order. It makes the best addition to an Easter basket or just a spring layer. Um, or even if you want to buy it while it's 20% off for next winter. We couldn't recommend them highly enough. You can use the code KINDRED20 for 20% off of your order until St. Patrick's Day. Okay, I'm excited about today's episode. It's a spring holidays episode. We are past Valentine's Day at this point, but I decided to include it. Just It was on my mind since we did just pass it, and I wanted to hear how people celebrate. But we are doing submissions. So we got submissions for Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Cinco de Mayo, and then just like a couple of mis- miscellaneous um, things that people had submitted. So anyway, I'm excited to walk through it. But first, Valentine's Day. Is there anything specific that you guys do for Valentine's Day or is there anything you liked this last year? Okay, yes. We always do the pink heart-shaped pancakes. I know that's a staple in so many homes and we do it in ours. And there's so much sugar around Valentine's Day that <laughs> I... Really, okay, experiencing these holidays as an adult, does it not just make you aware of how much candy is constantly going, constantly okay. circulating? It's <gasps> wild. And like, no wonder we're all addicted to sugar, but it's so fun. So for this reason, I make like the help, like the blender pancakes. So I do like bananas and cottage cheese and oats and eggs and my kids like them just as much. <laughs> like, oh, totally. I'm sure, I'm sure they would love like amazing buttermilk fluffy pancakes and I would love them. But, you know, that's not my favorite way to kick off a day full of sweets. So we do uh, like the protein pancake blender version and my kids wouldn't know the difference. They're so pumped. So I'm not sure how long I can get away with that, but that's what we're doing now. And Miles was so excited <laughs> about it for like a month leading up to Valentine's Day. He was so excited about the pancakes and it really lived up to the hype for him. So I was 
really happy about that. And then um, I write each kid a little love note, just a little Valentine. Cute. And then Pierce and I, we don't really have Valentine's traditions, which makes us feel kind of lame. But like, we love each other and try and sneak away for a Valentine's Day at some point. But we don't really have any. Just like I love that we do together. I love that Valentine's Day is like an op- it's an opportunity for you to be able to go do something fun and have a fun Valentine's date. But I once heard if you're like feeling the pressure of having a Valentine's date and you just like don't have a tradition surrounding it or aren't sure exactly how you want to celebrate, I once heard it was actually on a podcast, but I heard a woman who was a little older than me and had children. I don't think I had kids at the time, but her and this other woman were saying Valentine's day isn't specific to anyone's unless you got engaged on that day or that happened to be your first kiss. Like Valentine's day is not specific to your relationship. And there are other dates that are specific to your relationship. And it made me realize just celebrate like, okay, I can, yes, I can take the pressure off. Like this is not a special day to Johnny and I, we have other days that are special to us and yeah, it's a fun excuse to get out and go do something. But I love that. I don't feel like I have to be celebrated on that day or that we have to celebrate our relationship. We exactly, we celebrate love. We make it a full family event. We usually plan a fun Valentine's, you know, the excuse is Valentine's day, but it's just an excuse to, to get out and go on a fun date. Um, but I just, yeah, that really took the pressure off for me. So I I agree. And it's nice. And honestly, like there are years that Pierce buys me flowers and there are years that like I get him a little something, but it's not like an expectation or even a tradition. It's just, you know, we kind of do what makes sense each year. And I have to comment too, Lola's birthday is two days before Valentine's Day. So by the time it's Valentine's Day, I'm just kind of like my my festivity is kind of drained. <laughs> I'm totally. not like dying to do a ton of things. And so we keep it pretty simple, but still fun and really special. And I agree, you know, Valentine's Day in our home is really about celebrating all kinds of love. I love doing stuff with my girlfriends. And let's be honest, February is maybe the worst month of the whole year. And so oh. I love Valentine's Day because it – and I don't really remember this being a thing like growing up, but I feel like just the past couple years, it's been like, okay, we're celebrating Valentine's Day for the first half of February. And I'm loving that perspective because I don't have anything else going on in February. Let's celebrate love all month long. And so I think that's cute and it's been really fun. <laughs> that is cute. Okay, let's get into some of the things that people submitted. Uh, Somebody said they did a 90s rom-com every Valentine's, and I loved that idea. I'm always down to watch just a classic chick flick, snuggle up with your husband. It's just a good time always. So I loved doing that on Valentine's. I thought that was cute. I love a good rom-com. Someone said heart sugar cookies, and we do this a lot. I wouldn't say it's like a firm tradition, but we did it this year and we did it a couple of years ago and it will feel so special to me forever because the day before I had Lola, we did heart sugar cookies at the park. Miles and I hosted a little play date with his friends and we decorated sugar cookies and the next day Lola was born. And so Valentine's Day feels like extra sentimental to me for that reason. Oh, for sure. Even though I don't go all out for it, it's just like, I love it. It's so fun. And yeah. That's the thing too. You know, that's I think we cute. can love these holidays and enjoy them without like going all out if that's not what brings you joy. For sure. Okay. I put that we usually do a fancy family dinner, which 
this year we toned down a little bit. We actually had it with Paris and her kids as well. Pierce was out of town and it was still super, like we did a steak salad. It was really fun and it felt festive because we were having friends over, which was really nice because I was not feeling in the mood to like do something extra festive. So when I told my kids the twos were coming over, they were like, yes, it's Valentine's party. Like they were all for it. <laughs> that was a, so that that was a true fun. act of love. We looked forward to that so much. <laughs> Good. I'm glad because we did, we needed it too. So um, usually we do a, like we'll light candles and Johnny's usually in charge of the dinner and we include the kids and it's just feels fun and special. I did see somebody this year though, and I thought it was so cute that they did a fancy dinner, but it was for the kids. And so they had the play settings out and candles lit and it was just their little, their little kids there. And the dad was the waiter and he had written up a little menu for the girls and like had to tell them what was on it. And it's so it cute. was just really cute. And the dinner was so simple. They actually had done, I think um, it was spaghetti and I've never seen this before, but it was a cute idea. I think it was spaghetti. And then they used a heart shaped cookie cutter to pour the sauce in and then move oh, the cookie cutter. So the heart, the sauce is just in a heart shape. It was really cute. Anyway, the girls had dressed up like in costume jewelry and it was just really adorable. And I that is adorable. thought that that was something I might consider for next year. If Johnny and I could have our kids all dress up and feel like they're at this fancy dinner and we are the restaurant, you know, people. <laughs> kids are so I that was cute. Like, oh, it's so fun that you could just be at your house and make a fancy dinner for these little people and it'll just be an absolute blast. Oh, totally. It's the best. Totally. So yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought this was such a good idea. Um, someone said they do a breakfast date as a family and that way you avoid the crowds of Valentine's Day. You don't have to worry about making reservations super far in advance and you don't have to get a babysitter and you can go as a whole family. I thought that that was such a fun, cute idea. I did too. I loved that idea. Um, another one that somebody said was that they do 14 days of love. So like Paris mentioned, just celebrating Valentine's Day for the first half of February. They said they do little surprises every day to lead up to Valentine's Day. And then another person, I thought this was really sweet. They said they make Valentine's boxes to keep in their house and they just do it earlier in February or earlier in the month. And then leading up to Valentine's Day, however many days you want to do, you just write little love notes and leave them in each other's boxes. Anyway, I thought that was a cute idea. It's so sweet. And it's sweet too to look back on years past if you save your notes and think like, oh, this is what I loved about Miles last year. And this is what I was loving about Lola this year. And it's so fun to see how they've changed and compare. Oh, totally. That's cute. A bunch of people said they do chocolate dip, dip strawberries. And I did this with my kids this year too. And it was just, my mom got them a kit from Trader Joe's, which was so sweet. That was her little gift to them. And it just felt like so easy for me. I was setting the bar so low for myself. It took like 15 minutes and minimal cleanup, minimal prep, especially since my mom was so nice and got us the kit. But it was so fun for my kids. They loved it. Okay. I agree. I, we did chocolate dip stra strawberries this year, just have something on theme. And I, we had gotten strawberries from Costco and then I just used chocolate chips from my pantry. 
and microwaved the chocolate chips until they melted and dipped them in there and stuck them on parchment paper and like stuck them in the freezer for literally five minutes. It was the absolute easiest thing I possibly could have done. And I just have to say, (laughs) I don't know if my chocolate was so good, but I have never liked chocolate strawberries more. I was appalled, appalled by how good they were. Anyway, that was definitely, I'm like, oh, we will continue that tradition for sure. It was really fun and easy and cute. So, oh, I also saw somebody else said they do fondue every year for Valentine's, which I know you guys like to do it um, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah, we actually did it. We did it one year. It was the year of COVID. We did a fondue dinner in. We put Miles to bed and did fondue at home, which felt really special. Okay, I remember that. If you have kids, you can put down. It feels so fun to have a fancy dinner at your own home. Totally. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's like a sweet spot for that, which I am not currently We're past. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm hoping that that, um, resurfaces in the future, but we are not currently in that sweet spot. It was fun while Um, it lasted. Yeah, but I thought that was a cute idea for Valentine's also. Um, and a few people said that they give Valentine's or one one person said they do a poster with um, a list of what they love about each of their kids. I also like to write love notes, but however you do it, I thought that was a, thought that was a cute idea. Um, and I heard a few people say that their dad growing up gave all the girls in their family flowers, like his daughters had given them each a rose or had buy them all flowers or had buy them each a gift. I thought that was cute. It's sweet. I feel like there are just a million different ways to do it or to do Valentine's Day that just feel really sweet and special. And it's just so fun to have a holiday all about love. I love it. A few people said they do too. etiquette dinners, which is really... I never would have thought to do that, but what a fun way, especially like with the fancy dinners that you were talking about doing with your kids. What a fun way to teach your kids manners. Um, Somebody said that was so cute. It's so cute. Someone said, my mom always left us a little treat on the counter with love notes and it always made me feel so loved. I love doing it now for my kids too. Um, Somebody else said that they do a one-on-one date with each kid. Another thing like would take up some more of the month, but you know, like I said, it's February. We're happy. We're happy to dole out some days in February. <laughs> so one on one, we're happy to have lo- something to look forward to. Yes, yes, and dates are so fun. That those are some of my most positive memories of my parents growing up. I felt so special when my parents would take me on dates. Oh, same. And then someone said that they do Indian takeout every year and they watch Valentine's Day. And I love like the specific Indian takeout. That's so fun. And it's it just goes to show that you can have something that feels simple, but since it's tradition, it feels extra special. Oh, I agree. I don't know. There's something about doing a specific takeout food on a holiday that just makes it extra fun, whatever it is. I love it. Yes. Okay, next is St. Patrick's Day, which just to start off with, I laughed so hard because one of the first submissions, somebody just said the word skip with exclamation points. I'm right there with you, sister. That made me laugh. So in the past, I've for sure forgotten about St. Patrick's Day, but this year, my boys, I they were asking me after, so we have we have just like holiday after holiday in 
the in December and January. So it's just a lot. We have a birthday and an anniversary, a Christmas, an anniversary, another birthday. So by the time we're going through all those things, they're like, "Hey, what's next? What's next? What's next?" So at some point in January, they're asking me what, what, when are the next birthdays? What are the next holidays? So I was walking them through every spring holiday (laughs) and I told them about St. Patrick's day and they, my boys thought it was the funniest thing. They could (laughs) not believe (laughs) that you, that you get pinched if you're not wearing green. Like they just thought it was so funny. Anyways, so I'm like, okay, we will be celebrating St. Patrick's Day this year. (laughs) But it was actually cute. People had a lot of cute submissions. I think they were talking about this at school because Miles came home with so many questions about St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, oh, crap. Do we have to celebrate this now? (laughs) Shoot, are we going to have... Are you going to have these expectations? You're going to go to school and everyone's going to have green milk and Lucky Charms and the leprechaun is going to visit their house. And I just... It's never like held a ton of appeal for me. Oh, but totally. Also, Miles's birthday is the day after St. Patrick's Day, and oh, so no. no, regardless, like I will go so low key. I literally just told them that I don't even know if I told them about green milk, but I did tell them that if they don't, that it's a holiday where everyone wears green, and if you don't wear green, then people pinch you. <laughs> Miles was asking me so many questions about leprechauns, and I was like, what's mom put on this? <laughs> how, what how am I supposed to say? Like, <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. Oh, totally. I don't know. <gasps> Little, like, I had... <gasps> I was at a complete loss. So if someone has a good, if a good, fun, lighthearted okay, way wait, to do let me tell you, let me tell you one. Let me tell you one. This was submitted and it okay, made me I laugh. And, and I, I thought it, it was so cute. Okay, okay she said, we do a scavenger hunt for a leprechaun figurine while blasting Irish music. <laughs> wait, why is that so funny and cute? <laughs> I know. I loved it. And it just feels so low key, yet like one of the most fun ways you could probably celebrate. So. Totally. Also, okay. <gasps> It'd be really, I feel like it'd be really fun if I were Irish. I oh, totally. Really, like, that totally. would be really Or had, fun, like, had some Irish heritage or connection. Did you ever watch yeah. Luck of the Irish growing up? The Disney no. Channel original movie? Okay. No, maybe, maybe that'll have to be a St. Patrick's Day tradition. For sure you need to watch. I definitely grew up watching that. It's, it was actually filmed in Salt Lake City. Fun fact. It'll be fun. And it's a classic. Cla- one of those classic Disney Channel originals. Oh, is it? Do they still do those Disney Channel originals? I actually don't know. I I kind of feel like they don't because I never like I've never heard of any. The, what a time! The to ones be a I child. know were all that from when so, we grew that up. That was so fun. <laughs> oh no, it was the best. Yeah, it was the best. Okay, okay someone a said, few people said. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. Uh, a few people said they do uh, brats and cabbage, and someone else said also the shamrock shakes for McDonald's are weirdly good. Which I <laughs> fully support that. I love that. This is oh, okay. This is a really random tangent, but I just have to include it because it's so funny and just like brings okay, back some memories. I just had a random <laughs> tangent thought too. So share yours. <laughs> this feels so so dumb, but this is just like an insight into like nineteen-year-old Pierce's brain and 16 year old Paris's relationship okay and I'm not proud of this just so we're clear I just think it's <laughs> but on our first date we like went we went and did an activity and then after we went to McDonald's Pierce is like 
listen to how funny this is. And it was in like, when was it? It was probably in May. It was our first date. We go, we go through to the drive through and he's like, can I get a shamrock shake? And they're like, oh, sorry, that's seasonal. That was just like, that was the funny joke. He just likes to order things that he knows are seasonal that they don't have. Stop. <laughs> I could totally 100% insane. picture this. I could 100% picture this. Like, oh my gosh. That's, that's a joke. So then he ordered something else. Anyways, shamrock shakes when they're available. Slap. Delicious. Another person said that they do an Irish dinner the Sunday closest to St. Patrick's Day. I do love the idea of celebrating a a weekday holiday on the Sunday before. It's nice if you want to have a family get-together or a bigger dinner to not feel the pressure of putting that all together on a weekday. So I appreciated that. A few people mentioned Lucky Charm Rice Krispies. That would be great too for for the Valentine's dinner. Like the fancy dinner of Valentine's Day feels crazy. Like the Sunday before feels great. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah, sometimes just putting together putting together a big dinner or themed dinner on a weekday just can feel like a lot. Um, okay, the Lucky Charm Rice Krispies, I have made those in the past, and they're delicious. Can confirm. And then here, I had to look these up because I did not know what this consisted of. But a number of people said that they do leprechaun traps. And I wasn't sure how I felt about it at first because, like you said, I'm just sitting there thinking, how deep are we going? Like, what is worth it to me? And here's what I, here was what I, my takeaway is I appreciate the leprechaun trap for the, the fact of having a craft or activity to do with your kids. If you're at home with your kids or it's the weekend before a holiday and you want a fun activity that you can do together or your kids appreciate crafts, which one of my kids loves crafts, the other one does not. So if you've got really crafty kids and you want to have this special time together to put something together, adorable. I think it's cute. I don't think you genuinely have to do anything more than put it together. And it can be a cute decoration. If you want to go further, people have a number of things they do. Some people leave like little lucky charm, like footprints, like as if the trap didn't work. Some people play little tricks around their kids' rooms, but I don't think you even need to go that far. I just think if you want a fun themed activity, it's a cute way to spend time with your kids. Yeah, I agree. Um, someone said that they do green smoothies and I love that. I love the thought of getting my kids hyped about drinking some vegetables. That's okay. I'm laughing because I wrote this. I wrote this and I was like, at this point in, I mean, I've read about sugar cookies and candies and chocolate dipped strawberries and lucky charms. And by the, by the time I got to the green smoothie, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and we then I knew. It. Yes. And then I knew I'm like, oh, Paris is going to appreciate this. <laughs> yeah. I knew you would yeah. appreciate it as well. <laughs> I just like there's a fine line with sugar between it being like something really fun and festive and something that you can enjoy and like it ruining the day because it's overboard and your kids crash and it just makes it not fun. So I feel like especially, every holiday I'm walking that line. Especially when your kids are so young, 
that they don't have a lot of self-control and also it really can make a big difference. Like if a, you know, your kid eats too much candy as a 10 year old, it's just like, okay, they have, they're like a little grumpy and it's maybe not going to help their immune system, but like they move on. Your kid has too much candy as a three-year-old, like they miss their nap time. They throw a tantrum. Like the price feels a little bigger for you to pay. Really fun, really fun holiday. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I know. And also, especially on these holidays. Yes. And on these holidays, I don't love being like real, I don't, want to be like micromanaging what they eat. Right. And so if, if we're having chocolate strawberries, I don't want to be like crazy about it. Or if we're doing sugar cookies, I don't want to be like obsessing over how many they're eating. You know, I just like the idea of like, we're going to have a, we're going to have a treat, but we're not going to be like eating straight treats all day. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. There's one more you had notes for Brett for St. Patrick's day. Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay. So this kind of goes along with my other thought about the leprechaun trap, because I am sitting here asking myself, like, I am in survival mode and what's worth it and what's not. And uh, I saw this cute green snack board on Pinterest when I was looking up just some photos that I could use to post for the submissions. And I thought, I can do that. I put a snack board together all the time. I can put together a really cute green snack board with green grapes and green bell peppers and a fun like chive dip. And it was just cute. And then the middle had a rainbow, just like a food rainbow. So there were raspberries and carrots and yellow bell peppers, et cetera. Anyway, it was adorable and it, it didn't look too difficult. And if I had all those things on hand, that's wonderful. But I also had this other thought that if I have those things on hand and I can throw it together, great. It can be fun. But I also do feel like they're a little bit, especially as a young mom, I think you're so excited. It it comes from both good and bad, I think, which the good side is you're so excited to celebrate all these holidays with your kids. Like you can't wait to do the things that you remember and you want to create the magic and you want to see your kids loving and enjoying this thing that was so fun for you as well. And so I think there's that side of it, but I also think there's another side of it, which is feeling the pressure to perform as you think is necessary. And I had to remind myself, my kids are so little that we could easily celebrate this St. Patrick's day. We could go big, you know, like I could prioritize this and we could do all the things and I could do the green board and the green milk and the leprechaun traps and the, I don't know, we could go all out and my kids could never remember it ever. (laughs) Like they, and not that every single thing you do as a mom is for your kid to remember it, but especially on holidays, I think that carries a lot of weight. And it just reminded me that I don't need to rush this phase. This phase can look easy. And when my kids are 11 and 13 and 15, I can do green milk St. Patrick's day for five years. And that's going to be what they remember. And they're never going to know the way we celebrated it when they were one and three and five. And so if you need to take the pressure off a little bit and you don't want to prioritize the green snack board, just remind yourself, you're honestly, I think a lot of the time we're doing that for ourselves. It's not really, if we're being honest for our three-year-old because they're probably not going to remember it. So that was just a good little reminder to me of doing the things while my kids are 
almost entirely full to- full time at home. Do the things that prioritizes that time together. Do the do the leprechaun trap if we're looking for a fun craft to do on Saturday or Sunday, or if we want to do it with Johnny one night and we do it as a family. Great. But if I'm putting any extra time into staying up late and putting something together while my kids are in bed, I'm just, this isn't the face. This, I don't have that time to give right now. Yeah. And I don't need to because my time is invested in other ways that are also really important. And there will yeah. be other times where my kids aren't at home full time. And then I, and then I may want to stay up late and do something special, or I'll actually have the time to run to the grocery store by myself and grab green food. But yeah. In this phase, we're running to the grocery store by myself is uh, akin to running a marathon. Like, it just feels pretty (laughs) impossible. Yeah. It's just not the time to really prioritize that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's so important to remember that. And holidays are so fun and traditions are so fun and special. And there's something really magical about looking forward to what you can count on each year and for each tradition. But also your capacity is not going to be the same every year. And it's totally okay to be like, I have this in my wheelhouse this year, but I'm not going to have to commit to doing this every year for the rest of their lives. And you know, one year you can do the green snack board. The next year you can do, you can buy a box of lucky charms or find the green in their closet and blast some Irish music and make that fun. You know, you don't have to commit to the same level every year, even though traditions are magical and they are fun. You're not locked into them forever if you don't want to be. For sure. Well, and I just think, especially now, I mean, if you are particularly tradition oriented, like me, then every day you may be thinking of a new tradition. (laughs) Johnny always makes fun of me because I'm like constantly looking for a new tradition. In fact, we took our we I wanted to take the Christmas tree down this year just a couple of days after Christmas, but Brooks's birthday is just a week after Christmas and he's like, "No, I really want to keep the tree up." And I just thought, "It's January. It's so cold and gray or white if we have snow and there's just yeah, I can like it doesn't feel super festive if we don't have the tree up. So sure, we can leave the tree up for his birthday. So we left the tree up and we had cut it down fresh with the two. So it was it was staying alive for a long time. But after the point that I had told myself I was originally cutting it down, I had forgotten to water it after that. <laughs> so there just came a day of like maybe 10 days into January where it just it was lively in the morning. And by the afternoon, I'm like, oh, it's got to go. It just, it just died today. <laughs> like it just, all the branches were just looking so Pine sad. needle confetti. Yes. Anyway, I ended up, we ended up taking it down on Martin Luther King Day, which was January 15th. <laughs> and that's a day that typically people have off work and school. And so we took the tree down that day, just cleaned up the house and kind of took down Christmas and whatnot. And I mean, we're, you know, uh, we're halfway through the month at this point. And I said to Johnny, okay, the Christmas tree goes down on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <laughs> and John, and John, 
Johnny just looked at me like, you have got to be kidding me. We are, this is not a tradition. We are not making this a tradition. Like you don't have to do something once and then commit to doing it that way for the rest of your life. Like we can take the tradition. write it down so you remember? (laughs) Yes. Yes. In my mind, I'm like, this is the perfect Christmas tree takedown day, the 15th of January. (laughs) And Johnny's just like, oh, I cannot with you. Anyway, so it just was a reminder that that, like your kids are so little, like you could do a tradition three times by the time they're 16, 17, 18. And guess what? That's probably going to be what they remember. They're going to be like, we did this every year, you know? So anyway, I just, it was a little reality check for myself. (sighs) I completely relate. Um, Okay, next let's talk about Easter. Easter is one that we definitely go more all out for. St. Patrick's Day, it's one of those that I'm like, "Eh, if I feel like it, I'll do it. Valentine's Day, definitely a sliding scale of how involved we will be. But Easter is one that we really try to prioritize. It's more important for us. And so, yeah, this this one I feel like I have more firm traditions around. So, Britt, do you want to start with the Easter traditions? Okay, Easter, one thing I love about it and that a lot of people mentioned is that gifting on Easter can be very practical. We didn't grow up in my house really doing gifts. It was really simple, but honestly still a really special and fun holiday. So I I don't think that's necessary by any means, but I actually love gifting on Easter because it is so practical. In no way does it feel like a necessary evil to me. I'm already really excited about springtime. I'm purchasing new spring clothes for my kids. We're looking at outdoor activity type things like chalk and bubbles, things to get us outside. We always do new swimsuits or sunglasses. So things that I'm already wanting to purchase, we're ready for the sunshine, especially in such a seasonal place where the weather really does determine what we're using and wearing. It is fun to gift seasonally at Easter. And that was what a lot of people mentioned. A number of people do swimsuits in their kids' Easter baskets or a new spring outfit. Anyway, I thought that was cute. Or a um, few people mentioned sidewalk chalk or an outdoor activity. When we had our episode with Rachel Bright, she talked about doing consumables and things like Easter baskets. And that has been something that's really stuck with me. I think that's so helpful. So, you know, chalk is one of those things that gets used up every year. And so I love having chalk in there. And we did crayons last year and bubble bath and you know, sunblock would be another one, just things that are fun and do feel exciting, but it's not just junk that's going to clutter up your house either. But we always do a swimsuit too. I agree. It feels nice to have something that feels very practical. It's something we're going to purchase anyway, so it feels special to have it in an Easter basket. Okay. Another thing a few people mentioned were Holy Week Advent calendars. And I've seen this. I know there are a number of places that you can get those. A lot of online free sources, or I'm sure you could look some up on Pinterest. And I've participated in them. My mom did one. My sister's done another. We had one at our house. Anyway, I have just seen these done a number of different ways. And I think that it's a really special way to have that anticipation looking into a holiday and also celebrate the spiritual side of the holiday. Some people said that they have an Easter trail. 
Sometimes it'll be with eggs or candy, or I've seen it done with ribbons or yarn that lead to the basket. And I have friends who who do it even as adults and it just gets more intricate and more complex as the years go on and I know people have a ton of fun with that one thing we do in our family is we do like a egg smash competition so we'll do hard-boiled eggs I like to dye them in natural dyes so we'll do like um blueberries and onions and avocado skins to dye them and they turn out so beautiful so I really enjoy that and of course my kids do and then everyone has a hard-boiled egg and you I'll share a reel on how to do it but you basically like hit them together and only one egg will break and so we go through and one egg always wins and it's so fun and any age can do it but it's it's just really fun and really quick and feels festive. I love that. And something I've done is I always save extra. I know you do this too. Save ribbons from gifts that you've been given. So yes. I just have a bag full of loose ribbons and I tie them all together to make our Easter strings that lead my kids to their baskets in the morning. And it's one of my favorite things. It's so, so easy fun. to put together the night before and it always feels really festive. There's something about using gifting ribbon that it's just bright and colorful and it feels very Eastery. And anyway, we love, we love doing that. Um, and more people mentioned types of breakfasts or meals that they do. And I thought this was, these were two ideas that I really liked. One person said that they do a brunch and each plate gets an egg on it that has a scripture and a symbol telling the Easter story. So they all go around and take a turn sharing what was in their egg. I loved that. And then another person said that they do cinnamon rolls and quiche for brunch, which I just am such, food is important to me and really important to my family culture. And I just, anything specific to a holiday feels special and fun and exciting. And I love looking forward to specific foods on specific days. And so I thought that was cute, the cinnamon rolls and quiche. I agree. Easter is one where we always have a big meal with our with our family. We gather together. And some people said they do a big family brunch after church. And that's their big special meal someone that said they do a last supper dinner and a couple people mentioned doing a Jerusalem dinner and they do it on the floor. I've seen it like they do almost like charcuterie style and it feels really special and they'll gather and they'll talk about Jesus and just try and really feel close to him and remember what Easter is all about. Okay. Lastly, somebody said that they're always camping on Easter and I feel like it maybe maybe. I am wrong in this. She probably lives here. But I'm thinking Utah is way too cold to be camping on Easter. Oh, definitely in the mountains. That being said, right? I'm like, that sounds freezing. But I thought that was a really cute tradition. I love the idea of spending a holiday outside and knowing that that's looking forward to that special trip. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay, Mother's Day. Mother's Day is one that I kind of – feel like I've graduated to handing it off to other people (laughs) where I'm not in charge of the traditions. Other people are, but of course I always (laughs) something special for my mom as well. But 
mostly try and let the boys handle it in our family. Someone said, my husband and kids write or draw in a journal I have specifically for Mother's Day. That is such a sweet idea. And I know, isn't my that mom cute? I love always that. said this. Like my mom always said this for holidays. Like all I want is a note and you guys not to fight. And now as a mom, I 100 percent get like, oh, I get that. <laughs> like write me a love note and <laughs> totally. just like be so happy all day. That's gonna be the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, a few people mentioned buying flowers to plant in their yard or garden, and that has actually become the gift that we, my siblings and and in my family, we gift group gifts for just about everything. Every holiday we go in together on a gift, and birthdays we all go in together. That way, it just doesn't put a lot of pressure on each person for every single opportunity to gift. It feels like one person kind of takes charge and then we all just Venmo and go in. And so that has become actually the gift that we give my mom is a gift card to her local nursery so she can go buy herself flowers for her yard. She loves gardening and has a really beautiful yard. So that's been our gift and I I love that idea. I know it feels very festive as well that it's in the springtime. Totally. And then she gets to go to the nursery and pick out what she loves. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, Someone I love said it. they put tulips everywhere in honor of Mother's Day. And that feels like a nice little gift to yourself. I totally thought so too. I might adopt that one. Another person mentioned that they want to just have appropriate expectations for Mother's Day. She mentioned how she was really sad last year thinking this wasn't the day that she'd expected. And kind of like you mentioned, sometimes you're like, I just want my kids to be good. And lo and behold, they're still kids on Mother's Day. (laughs) And so sometimes there are emotions and there are fights and that can be hard if you haven't really set yourself up to, um, I don't know, just, I guess, like, accept your reality on that day. And this was actually the way she put it that I thought was sweet. She said, oh, and I I personally, along with this, would just add communicating. If there is something special that you want to happen, 100% communicate that and hand it off, point blank. Just, this is what I want, and I want you to take care of it, please. But this is what she said. She said um, she's changing her mindset to have a day where she gets to focus on all of the things that she gets to do for her family, being the best mom rather than trying to hide from my motherly duties. Anyway, I thought that was a sweet way to put that. I think so too. Someone else said that for Mother's Day, you get a Saturday to yourself. You know, that's like your gift as the mom is to get a time because Mother's Day, you know, it is, if I have the expectation of like, oh, I'm not going to, actually be a mom today, I'm for sure going to be disappointed in that expectation. Um, So I love the thought of like you celebrate Mother's Day with your family and then you have a Saturday to go do what you want and just be spoiled for a second and get a little, uh, a little breather. This, (sighs) this is totally partly my fault too, but I just laugh at this example because for probably three years ago, Pierce gifted me a massage for Mother's Day. He got me a gift card to a spa to get a massage. And I am not exaggerating. It took me two years to go get the massage because it was just so, (laughs) I just have so much going, going on with my family. It's so hard to leave my kids for that long. I mean, not that it's that long, but, and when I do, I'm usually doing something with friends or I have like just finding 
a time that that made sense took literally two years, which I wasn't pushing for it for those whole two years, just to be clear. It just like kept getting put on the back burner. And I felt like that was so just honestly representative of this (laughs) phase of life. (laughs) And so I love the thought of like, you have, you get a day, you get a time that's yours. And that is a gift to you to celebrate you as a mother. I agree. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Breakfast in bed. Also, I, I have to add. Tradition. Okay, we yes. always did that. Sorry. You okay, go. we do too. No, that's what I was gonna say. Breakfast in bed. Do you guys do breakfast in bed? Uh, we always did it growing up. I Pierce Pierce like makes me breakfast, but it hasn't been. I feel like he'll bring. I feel like he's brought it in, and then we always just eat together in the kitchen because Miles is like so yeah. excited. So. Totally. He, he definitely like makes breakfast, but I don't think I've ever actually eaten it in bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is one of my favorite things. We have a picture of me in bed with breakfast and the kids like every year from the time Brooks was a baby. Cute. And my first picture, or I guess for the first year I d- didn't, he was just a few weeks old. And then the second year, so he was one and he's like crawling across my pillowcase. And then we just have one wherever we've been every year on Mother's Day with my kids in my bed. And it's honestly a picture I cherish. Like it's usually pretty candid. We're not always all looking. My hair is a disaster. It's like, we're you know, just fresh morning face and jammies. And I just really love it. It, yeah, it has been a really sweet tradition for me. Um, And I will say like, it's just cute because a lot of it I do think is a little bit nostalgic where I can remember doing breakfast in bed for my mom and how I was as a kid. And now experiencing that as the mom is really funny and sweet being on the other end where you see that you're like what the experience was like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I don't often get to eat very much of the breakfast that was made because my kids are so excited to eat it. And like, I'm excited. Yes. Yes, it's I'm fun. excited to share it with them and it's so fun. So anyway, I really love that one. And then somebody said that they for Mother's Day, this honestly made me tear up a little bit. Can you tell us that time of the month? Literally talking about Mother's Day is making me emotional. So <laughs> she said that every year for Mother's Day, they plant flowers in the front yard of their grandma's house. So sweet. Can you even? I so could not. Sweet. I just that's really, really sweet. Someone said that in their family, they do family photos for every Mother's Day. And this was, again, in the category of my mom always wanted. And now that I'm the one that's the mother, 100% I get it. I just want everyone to take a picture. I want to remember (laughs) it. And I want no one to complain about this picture. And then they said for Father's Day, the kids gift something. Um, this family, like their theme is they do ties every year for Father's Day um, with the photos to her husband. So anyways, I thought that was such a cute and fun idea. And who doesn't want more family photos? I agree. I actually, this year for Father's Day, I came up with this idea a little bit ago and I'm really excited. It's because my wallet, I have, I don't know why you know how you, when you, um, well, I guess you can, you can still do this and it's not ancient, <laughs> but you can choose to print out wallet size pictures. Duh. Oh, never done but that in my life. My, um, 
parents randomly. I just don't know which pictures they decided to print out wallet size. Was it for scrapbooking or was it just because? I don't know. But when I go through, I have this photo book that I grew up with and it's just all the pictures that were taken of me literally since I was a baby. And I have one that was wallet sized randomly of me and my dad. And I think I'm four and I, it's just the perfect size to fit in my wallet. So I've had it in my wallet for years, years and years and years. And I love that it's in there. And then I had a friend take a Polaroid, one of a mini Polaroid of me um, holding Eloise in the hospital after I had her. And so those two photos just sit in my wallet all the time. And I love them so much. And I was looking at them recently and thought, that's what I'm going to do for Father's Day. I, If your husband uses a regular sized wallet that has pockets, um, print out wallet sized pictures of your kids with him and gift those for Father's Day. That's what I'm doing. I'm really excited about it. Sweet. That's a good idea. Okay. Speaking of Father's Day, let's move on to those submissions. Someone said that they do a golf outing for their husband that weekend. Same thing with giving a day outside of the actual day to celebrate. I really, really like that. Yeah, I agree. This that's um I'm gonna be adopting that for sure. <laughs> okay. Another person said this was cute, and I feel like this could be super controversial depending on your family. <laughs> But they said they do a dad day where you do all the things that the dad likes to do that day. And ever they do them as a family. Anyway, I thought that was cute. Funny, and also, like if my family wanted to do a mom day, I'd be like, yeah, no. The, mom, the mom day is actually not that family friendly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I feel like, so uh, I'm actually going to be at the spa. I'll see you later. The so spa anyway, and then the antique store where you will break everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> this one we have actually done. We've done this a few times. I don't know that I can say it's a tradition, but maybe we just need to pull the trigger and make it a tradition. We do this more for my dad than for Pierce, but we've done um, a Father's Day camping trip. And they said that they that – the person who submitted this said that they do it with the dad and the kids, but we just went with our whole family and it was really fun. That is fun. That's cute. I think Johnny said growing up, he always did a father and son camping trip, which I thought was really cute. Um, another person said that they do an extended family barbecue with outdoor games for Father's Day. I thought that was a really fun, cute idea as well. It's a great time of year where you can really like, it feels a little bit like a summer kickoff. Yeah. Okay, like next was Cinco de Mayo. The, oh, yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I like the idea of honoring the other fathers in your life besides just your husband. Because Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, next is Cinco de Mayo, and this made me laugh. We have quite a few listeners that aren't from the U.S., and from my research, I actually don't believe that it's very highly celebrated in Mexico even. It is pretty much an American holiday, but it is – the celebration of um, Mexican-Americans, and it actually is commemorating a battle that was won over the French in Mexico. But um, I don't think that people typically even know specifically why they're celebrating it, but it is a Mexican-American holiday where you eat Mexican food and play Mexican music, and a lot of people go like go out to a Mexican restaurant. Anyway, it's just fun and celebratory, and uh, it's a good time. So anyway. 
mostly all of the um, submissions were food related. A lot of people said they do tacos. They'll do a taco bar or they'll make a certain type of taco. And also a couple of people said they did churros, which I thought was really cute and fun. That is really fun. Someone even said they do a salsa taste off. And I think that's fun. You know, it's one of those things where if you have time, you want to be festive. There are a million different ways you can go with it. And yeah, we were actually in Mexico a couple of years ago on Cinco de Mayo. And we were like, oh, that's going to be so epic to be in Mexico on Cinco de Mayo. And (laughs) it it was just like not really celebrated at all, at least where we were. But we ate tacos. They were great. I love Mexican food. I love Mexico. Um, My family, my my um, grandfather was actually born in Mexico and went to medical school in Mexico. My dad lived in Mexico for a little bit. Um, I love any excuse to eat Mexican food and celebrate. So it's it's not something that's really big in our family, but we will definitely eat tacos and make homemade guacamole. Oh, fun. Ooh, I love homemade guacamole. Okay, lastly... I asked miscellaneous people had a few ideas, but the biggest one was um, last day of school, which I thought was cute. And one submission in particular, she said they do a teacher gift. She has a last day of school banner that she hangs up and she has last day of school treats waiting for her kids when they come home and they're usually summer themed. Anyway, I thought that that was a cute idea. Just a little kickoff to summer, something that your kids can look forward to. I know last day of school can be bittersweet at times. So I thought that was, that was a cute idea. I just hear moms like this that submit and talk about these things that they do for their kids. And I just think like, oh, how fun to be your kid. You know, and not not that you have to do it or you have to do that to be a fun mom, but if you're doing that for your kids, I just hope you know how lucky they are and how special and fun that is. And there are a million different ways to do it. But, you know, the fact that you even listen to this episode and are trying to make things magical for your family, like what fun childhoods for our kids. Oh, for sure. That's one of my favorite things about submissions is seeing the way that everyone does everything so differently. And what is really fun for one mom might be a headache for another, but that doesn't take away from the other special things that they are doing. And anyway, it just, it's really, it's really special for me to be able to see what all the moms are doing and these episodes to be able to hear all these ideas, because I feel like it really shines a light on the fact that everyone is everyone is doing this, I don't know, important. And even at ta- even something so silly as like celebrating Cinco de Mayo or um, St. Patrick's Day and, you know, <laughs> dyeing the milk green or putting up a leprechaun trap. Like these things can be so silly, but it really is just the sign that these moms are are so caring and so invested and so willing to do whatever it takes to see that light in their child's eyes and to make these memories and to have this connecting, bonding time together as a family. It's just really sweet and it looks different for every family, which is cool. So thank you so much for submitting. I This this um, holiday list is getting me through the fact that we started with Valentine's and we ended with 
last day of school, I'm feeling really good about that. (laughs) That I'm like, okay, I can see the light here. We're working towards summertime. It is coming. (laughs) We're going to make it. We're going to make it to the warmer weather. Thank you so much for submitting. Thank you for listening. We will have a new episode with you next week. And you can shop at shopgarn.com using our code Kindred20.